Welcome to Pure Doctrine Today, a short podcast, long on truth, for the race to know Jesus. The Doctrine of the Bible, Episode 5. When we talk about the accuracy of the New Testament, we're talking about nearly 5,000 existing manuscripts. And we'll mention just a little bit later about what kind of agreement there is between those manuscripts. But Norman Geisler says, in addition to those manuscripts, there are five church fathers, that is, those who were great leaders in the early church. And in their writings alone, there are almost 36,000 quotations from the New Testament. So many, many, many opportunities to compare what they copied out of the New Testament with the copies from which they got them. Now, when we compare the abundance of New Testament manuscripts nearly 5,000, with historical books, well-known historical books of antiquity, The Gallic Wars by Julius Caesar, written between 50 and 58 AD, but only nine or ten valid manuscripts exist. And the oldest of them is 900 years after Caesar. The 14 books of the histories of Tacitus, written around 100 AD, only four and a half of those copies have been preserved. And of his annals, the writing called the Annals, 16 books uh, were written, and only 10 remain in total and two in part. And all that is left of these two great works are basically dependent on just two manuscripts, one from the 9th century, the other from the 11th, so hundreds and hundreds of years after their original writing. The history of Thucydides, about 460 to 400 B.C., we have no more than eight manuscripts, but the oldest dates from around 900 A.D., so hundreds again, hundreds and hundreds of years after the original writing. And then the history of Herodotus, written about 480 to 425 B.C. Uh, no scholar would question the authenticity of Herodotus or Thucydides, merely because the only usable manuscripts were 1,300 years more recent than the originals. And yet, those same scholars would call into question the New Testament. Finally, we've, we have only one manuscript for all the works of Sophocles, and that was copied 1,400 years after his death. Those facts, the ones I've just shared, come from René Pache, a French theologian, in his book, The Inspiration and Authority of Scripture. Well, we also can talk about variants in the New Testament. That is, as you're looking through the manuscripts, is there a word that's changed? Is there a letter that's missing? Those types of things. Hort says scarcely more than one thousandth part of the text can be called, in any sense whatever, a substantial variation. So they are far and few between, or few and far between, B.B. Warfield says, if we compare the present state of the text of the New Testament with that of no matter what other ancient work, we must declare it marvelously intact. So that we can truly say the great bulk of the New Testament has been transmitted to us without or almost without any variations. It can be asserted with confidence that the sacred text is exact and valid and that no article of faith and no moral precept in it has been distorted or lost. And finally, Dr. Philip Schaff says the great number of variants in the Greek text should not surprise or trouble us. They are the natural result of the enormous wealth 
of our documentary sources, how many we have, they have not the slightest bearing on the integrity of the text. On the contrary, they reinforce it. Of the 150,000 variants, only 400 materially alter, alter the sense. Among these, no more than 50 have real importance for any reason whatever. And even in the case of these 50, not one touches on any article of faith or any moral commandment not forcibly supported by other entirely clear passages or by the teaching of the Bible as a whole. Wow. Thank God for preserving his word for us. Thanks for listening. See you next time.